Episode 54, 23rd of July, 2012. Stanley Davis and the Manchester Interplanetary Society. Hello and welcome to AstroTalk UK. ATUK is a not-for-profit amateur astronomy podcast produced by me, Gurubir Singh, an amateur astronomer based in the UK. For more information, see the About and FAQ pages at www.astrotalkuk.org. The August 2012 edition of Spaceflight, the monthly magazine from the British Interplanetary Society, carried an article where I discussed the northwest of England's contribution in rocketry during the 1930s. An extended version of this article is available for free download on astrotalkuk.org. So, on to today's episode. In 1937, two teenagers, Harry and Stanley, with an outrageous ambition to design and build rockets for space travel, joined a newly formed group with a name to match, the Manchester Interplanetary Society. Soon, each met a girl, fell in love, they exchanged wedding rings and pledged to stay together for their journey through life. Two years later began the ferocious and violent events of World War II that would shatter not only their dreams and lives, millions of others around the world. Harry Turner spent much of the war in India and following his return enjoyed a successful career as an artist. Stanley Davis died in August 1941 from injuries he endured at Dunkirk. Recently, this shared story brought together Harry's son Philip and Stanley's daughter Anne. In episode 50, Philip recalled the memories of his father, and in this episode, Anne Sutcliffe remembers her father, Stanley Davis. Um, Anne Sutcliffe, your father... Uh, Stanley Davis was a member of the Manchester Interplanetary Society. Yes. And he was involved in developing and testing rockets. Yes. But you never met him, did you? No, no. Um, my mum was expecting me when my dad passed away yeah. in August 1941, and I was born April 42. Yeah. Did he know that he you were He didn't know my mum was pregnant. No. Just a little inkling that she wasn't feeling very well mm. and that was it but he died very suddenly within hours of taking Paula. And to just go back a little bit, what was the cause of that illness? He suffered shell shock at Dunkirk, mm. he was one of the Dunkirk victims right. but then he come to have appendicitis after he'd been discharged and when they came to operate the mm. shell shock struck again and it caused him to have heart failure, and he died on the operating table. And yeah. um, at what age were you when you learnt about the exploits in rockets that your dad was When I was to? quite young, because mm. my grandparents and my mum was very proud of what he'd done, yeah. and especially the little dartboard and his interest. Yeah. And I'm... Well, interested in, I have a hobby of flower arranging and gardening. Right. And they used to say I take after my dad for being, you know, 
interested in things with my hands. Yeah. yeah. And your dad had exquisite eyesight, he didn't did. he? Exquisite. Yeah. 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 He did. Yeah. And he was quite, quite talented. Uh, we'll come to rockets in a second, but he's a bit of an artist. This was given to me by one of my cousins, mm -hmm. and it's a carved figure of Abraham Lincoln. My father had done in Platfields, copied it of right. the statue. And I've only just contacted in the last five years, these cousins, we lost track. And they've had it in their family all these years. And they thought it ought to come back to me now. And they gave it me about a month ago. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. And he did this he by himself? Yes, sat there in, in the park. Yeah. Yes, oh. he carved it. Yeah. He joined the Manchester Interplanetary Society whilst they were meeting up near... Ashton Old Road or Plymouth Grove. Do you remember, or did you find out later from your mother how often he used to go? It was regular. It was right. a very, very serious hobby with him. I do know that, yes. And did he ever host the meetings at his own house? Um, I do know one night they had a meeting in my grandma's parlour, the front room, right. and she was worried the police might come round. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just the once, I think. Why would they be worried about the police? Because it was illegal, they thought, doing these rockets in the late 30s, right. yes. <laughs> and um, you're, uh, as well as electrician, rockets and art, he had an interest in science fiction as well, didn't he? Yes, he did, yes. Oh. He, he was really, how could I say, it was serious hobby with him, uh -huh. really serious, yes. And did he do any writing? Not that I know of, I've nothing at all, of, you know, that he'd mm. written down, anything like that. And uh, he must have met some science fiction authors in his time. Well, he went to London, I know, with a uh, meeting with H.G. Wells, oh, because right. it was the night that the clocks should have gone forward, right. and my grandmother forgot to turn the clock forward, and he nearly missed the train at Manchester, right. but he made it in the end. <laughs> so he went to a, a, a lecture or a talk by yes. H.G. Wells in London. In London. And this would be late the 1930s. 30s, sometime. yes. Yeah. Besides your father's interest in rockets, are you aware of any of your family members or his brothers and sisters who no, had a similar nothing interest? nothing at all. He was the youngest of 11 children. Right. So the others were, like a lot of my cousins now, who I'm in touch with, mm. they were grown up when he was only a little boy. Right. Yes. Yeah. And in terms of uh, his memory within the family, how do you all regard him now? Well, they, they always say, my um, cousins, he was very, very clever. Mm. They always say, our Stan was very, very clever. Right. Yeah, yeah. And Sutcliffe, thank you yeah. very much indeed. You're welcome, thank you.